I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to another edition of Life Behind Bars. I'm Noah Rothbaum, the Daily Beast Half-Full Editor. Joining me as always is my colleague and co-host David Wander. How are you, Dave? I'm doing okay. Yourself? I'm a little hot. I'm a little thirsty, but you know. I am in a similar condition, and uh, fortunately, we are talking about drinks. Although, I have to confess, I'm not a huge fan of the drink that we're discussing today. I know it's a weird way to start the episode. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it, but uh, I've made them on occasion, and you know, it's... uh, it has its place. I haven't had one in a while, but... Uh, and we're talking about, of course... The one. The legendary. The only. The potent. <laughs> the Long Island iced tea. All right. Thank God you said it. I didn't have to. <laughs> uh, it's like the name that... The, the cocktail that we shall not speak its name. Yeah. You know, it's... Well, uh, but it's one of these drinks where invariably, if I'm talking to somebody and they find out what I do... I'm asked about it. Oh, like the Long Island iced tea. And it's like, as if I've had one today, right? As if yeah. I could be standing there talking to them. As if you, you know, always I, order one, which. Exactly. You know, I'm a like, lot you of know people me too do. Well. It's a very famous drink, a very infamous drink. The name is so famous. It's come to almost fit like a myriad of recipes, right? It's like, well, I always get this wrong, but, but I'm going to say it's from Buffalo. People. In Buffalo, we'll probably say it's from Rochester, but it's kind of like the garbage plate right, yeah. of upstate yeah. New York, right? Which is a plate full of all types of food that you eat late at night. And I kind of think of the Long, in, Long Island iced tea that way is sort of like <laughs> it's whatever the bartender or bar restaurant has on hand and things should go into a Long Island iced tea. Well, is- yeah, it is and it isn't because there's it, it's. I mean, I always thought about it as like all the white liquors in the well. Right. And, you know, I'm not talking about a fancy modern craft cocktail bar that have got Kirschwasser in the well. I mean, the normal right. stuff, like white tequila, <laughs> gin, oh <my> vodka, <laughs> you know. Right. It's those. Oh, oh and white rum, like a, a one count of each one of those. I mean, you're not going to use a jigger for this. This is, you know, right. it's something that's 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 free poured. Uh, maybe one and a half count of the of the tequila. Sometimes I've seen, uh, and then you know a splash of coke and a little sweet and sour mix, right? And and you're done. In in a giant cup, in a, in, you know, that. yeah, in a tall glass with ice, right? So with, okay. a, with a little bit of attitude. Yeah, I did a thing in London a few years ago where they had me talking uh, at the London Bar Show on uh, the history of taste in cocktails. And okay. I was talking about how things kind of fluctuate back and forth. And I made a bunch of historical examples that were passed around. And everybody was shocked that I included the Long Island iced tea. But, you know, it's a strong cocktail. It's, uh, 
and and it fits the you know the pattern of like people liking strong drinks and then liking weak drinks and then liking strong drinks are you saying that the long island iced tea is an example of good taste because you spent a good amount of your formative years on on long island (laughs) (laughs) growing up there i did actually uh yeah i I went to high school on long island and i did actually drink at the oak Oak beach inn once or twice where uh the thing was invented uh and it was you know it was very popular on long island i'm trying to hedge my bets here because i don't think it's an amazing drink but it's not a horrible drink either it's not like like, you know there's something like a melon ball i think is disgusting personally (laughs) I will not drink that. But a Long Island iced tea, you know, okay. All joking aside, like you and I have discussed this. I'm not sure if it was on the episode of Life Behind Bars, but maybe it was about, you know, kind of like the whole class of drinks where Coke is a mixer. Yeah, right? yeah. Coca-Cola is used, and especially in Mexico, obviously, there's like a long tradition of of, of using you know, Coca-Cola and cocktails and the Batanga, you know, and the rum and Coke is clearly a a megastore. It's probably the most popular cocktail in the world, or it certainly was for a very long time. So it's not, I mean, when you think about it in that terms, Long Island iced tea is not that crazy of a recipe. Well, it it is just the fact that it combines so many different liquors, you know, people, I I forgot one before people call in and yell is the, uh, the triple sec. (laughs) Which is of the course, whole of course, point of the thing, of because that's supposedly why it was invented, was to sell more triple sec. Which is also a very funny vehicle to sell more triple sec. I know. That there are about seven other. Yeah, exactly. And, it, and it's really just a small splash of this stuff. I mean, here's the thing. Like, Long Island iced teas aren't too sweet. Right. Uh, they don't have a lot of Coke in them. Right. Or they shouldn't. You know, there's some some sour mix, which is sweetened, but there's not much. And there's only a, you know, a little bit of triple sec. So it's it's not like one of those really fruity uh, diabetic onset drinks that uh, right. that were very popular back in the uh, 70s and 80s. Made with ice cream and chocolate. Sauce yeah, and, exactly. You know. It doesn't have like huge amounts of sugar in it. And it does have a lot of alcohol in it, but no more than a dry martini does. You know, Right. And you believe that it you know, obviously the name would make us believe that it was invented on Long Island, yeah, but it really was invented on Long I, Island. I believe, I believe it was. Uh, yeah. It was, uh, the story goes, and there's been a bunch of stuff to back this up. Not like, you know, an immediate appearance in a local newspaper telling the story, which is always the gold standard. But, you know, most drinks don't get that. But it was a bartending contest at the very popular Oak Beach Inn, way out on the south shore of Long Island out near the Hamptons. And uh, the Oak Beach Inn was a 1930s like beach inn. It was like, it looked like a a kind of a quaint, uh, fairly large beach cottage, Uh, but Hmm. it had been turned into a rock club and a dance club and and a bar. And uh, it was very popular. And uh, they had a bunch of, you know, outdoor bars and indoor bars, and they rounded up all their bartenders one day. It probably was around 1972, 73. Uh, the guy from the triple sec company, you know, maybe De Kuypers, I'm not sure, said, let's have a little contest to see who can make the best drink with this stuff. And uh, one, of the, one of the bartenders, Bob Butt uh, was his name, but his nickname was Rosebud. And he was, he was popular. He was a Long Island local. and. Uh, you know, a popular bartender and just a cool guy and kind of took life easy and uh, 
was, you know, a natural bartender. He just grabbed all the white stuff in the well and poured it into a glass <laughs> <laughs> just because, you know, screw this thing. I'm just right. going to play around. And then, you know, uh, that included the triple sec and then topped it off with, you know, a little lemon juice and Coke. And then it was like, hey, you know, this tastes like an iced tea and looks like it. <laughs> and this actually is pretty good yeah it's actually pretty good and everybody else liked it and and they thought it was kind of funny so they made a bunch of them and uh next thing you know it was like an insider's drink at the oak beach inn by the mid 70s i think 1976 is the earliest reference to it i've found long island newsday uh, the the local paper out there was talking about it as the drink that was in all the all the dance clubs and discos on long island it was like it was the drink when you went out and everybody was drinking it. And the rest is history. Yeah. I mean, by 1978, it had spread, of course, to Louisiana. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a drink made for Louisiana. Made for Louisiana. Exactly. There is nothing not Louisiana about that drink. And then to East Texas. And then it was like, you know, uh, just starting to spread all around. Then the uh, TGIF in Miami started serving it, and then it became famous. We had talked about it a little earlier. We were remarking about how there's also an alternative theory that this is some kind of prohibition drink, which which I think is kind of, you know, hilarious because it, it gives it like this, like a uh, hipster credibility, like, oh, actually, it's like, a, you know, a pre-prohibition drink or from a speakeasy, you know, at the height of prohibition. Right. And it's like... I was like, nah. Like no, this. they had two kinds of liquor in speakeasies. They had whiskey and they had gin. You know? There was no rack. There was no rail. They didn't there was have no vodka. rail. No, it was like, they, there was like six stuff. bottles. Right. Yeah. The, which I think is really, I mean, but it's kind of funny also to think about it now where, you know, you go into some craft cocktail bar and you pull out, you know, uh, Pisco, you know, Aquavit, you yeah, know, yeah. all of the white spirits that are, you know, are craft. I know. You know? I almost want to try it now. Like I want right? to, you know, by all, you know, Kirschwasser, like, you know, mix up all of these. Uh, I mean, I do see people making a lot of fancy Long Island iced teas and in, in like the kind of the, uh, the younger wing of the mixology bars, the ones where, you know, still trying to play around and, uh, and haven't settled down and just made dry martinis to keep everyone happy. Unfortunately, they're always like saying, well, you know, I'm going to replace the, the, uh, the Seagram's gin, the the well gin there with, uh, you know, uh, we're going to use, I don't know, uh, Tanqueray 10. And we're going to use right. Mezcal instead of the tequila. And, you know, <laughs> and we're going to use a really fancy vodka. And we're going to use like, you know, Grand Marnier instead of right, the triple right. sec. Right. And it just goes on and on. And you get these drinks that don't taste like a Long Island iced tea. And they don't really taste like anything good. It's not a drink that needs fancying up. Well, the, the whole point of the Long Island iced tea was kind of like, I don't, I don't mean this as a pejorative, but like a, an enjoyable level of blandness. Yeah. You're right. Exactly. I mean, they had a like, like you didn't want anything to pop out. Like you, you needed them all to kind of work together and be balanced by, you know, some Coca-Cola out of a gun that was probably a little flat yep. or a little bit yep. too carbonated. Yep. <laughs> and like you needed it all just to balance out in a big plastic cup with a lot of ice where, you know, if, if half the ice melts, you know, it's, it's fine. That's, you know, it's, that's totally fine. Dance with just, the girls you, in the peasant blouses and feather earrings that right. uh, was everybody was wearing back then. Right. And, uh, and just, you know, 
listen to the fine sounds of the cover band doing the best of Twisted Sister. And <laughs> <laughs> right, it was. Or actually, you know, you'd be listening to Twisted Sister now that I think about it. They came out of that scene. <laughs> it's too funny. I mean, you know, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, the tequila in it should be a mixto tequila. You don't want 100% agave tequila. You don't want it to taste like tequila. You know? Right. It, you want right you just want a hint like that's yeah. the thing you want a like just a hint of gin like a hint of tequila like a hint of rum like it, it, it yeah and if you, if you of, do it right they all kind of blend and it really you know does taste more or less like iced tea and it's and it just goes down real smooth and it's got a lot of booze in it so <laughs> i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today it kind of reminds me of the story or one of the stories about the drink, the Presbyterian, right. Uh-huh. Where, you know, which is the whiskey drink. That's sort of like a, a Moscow mule, right. It's, but it's made with whiskey and um, ginger beer, or ginger ale. Yeah, Originally and, it was and, ginger and, ale. And, I think ginger ale and soda, then it becomes right. Like half and half yeah. club soda, ginger ale now. And, and one of the theories is that like, it's called the Presbyterian because it looked like you were drinking just a regular ginger ale without, any kind of whiskey in it and 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 presumably you could get away with that in a town mm-hmm. where people were were teetotalers right and, and it's kind of the same thing with the long island iced tea where it, it really does kind of mimic the look of iced tea it's funny for a drink for one of its key key characteristics and traits that it doesn't look like a drink <laughs> i mean which is yeah. a very bizarre thing um you can't you get know, away I, with that with a blue hawaii that's for sure no no <laughs> <laughs> i mean i guess the martini could look like a glass of water but I, yeah. you know you but would, uh... you know the glass is a dead giveaway <laughs> i have gotten away with drinking uh ice water in a martini glass with an olive in it <laughs> to go the other way yeah <laughs> if say you and i like i don't know uh which is not so out of the realm of possibilities we're forced to host an all day or a symposium on the long island iced tea i would be very tempted to drink iced tea or coca-cola <laughs> exactly. instead of a long island iced tea all day i, I would but, want to alternate know. them up at least let's put it that one originally it was just really a one count of of the ingredients and that's like half an ounce i mean there wasn't that much it ends right. up being it, like maybe two and a half ounces of booze something like that in some places it's like it turns into like one of the jeff berry's like group punches yeah has enough booze to serve like four people i mean (laughs) already in in louisiana i i was looking in newspaper ads and you see things like saying it has you know long island iced tea and this is in like 1978 79 three full shots of booze (laughs) wow (laughs) so so uh, that could be know, like six ounces god yeah, knows what what they would yeah, consider probably a full shot it's a smaller shot but still it's at least three you know four ounces of booze in there so it's, yeah oh, it's just funny it's interesting too because i think it's one of those drinks that sort of it really captures people's imaginations but also captures a real 
sense of place and time mm -hmm. you know where not every drink has that and for me it certainly does i mean i remember drinking them in at danceteria in new york you know mostly i was drinking oh, yeah. scotch highballs but every once in a while we'd splurge uh, i remember you know all kinds of like new york clubs you would uh, they were they were popular and you know they'd be on special and you'd, you'd get like two for one or something so we'd say sure i i don't think i ever really got hammered just on those but a lot of people did it was the problem with the drink is one long island iced tea is is fine you know yeah two long island iced teas okay you better pump the brakes but people were just drinking them one after another after another <laughs> and still do i've seen and yeah. you know that's when it gets to be a problem uh because uh that's you know it's stronger than than other other tall drinks like that except for zombies uh <laughs> and tall drinks just go down real easy anytime anytime you have a sentence where you're comparing something to a zombie you know it's dangerous territory <laughs> yeah, exactly. where it's already like exactly. whatever it is it doesn't matter like well it's it's not as strong as a zombie like no, i mean it, you it's, never you use never use that for reasonable drink yeah it's only uh it's basically the disco zombie so <laughs> yeah yeah as the drink morphs and mutates over time people also add a lot more coca-cola you know in yeah. some of these places so you know that that terrible combination of like you know a lot of sugar and alcohol and and then the next day you just feel terrible because oh, yeah. it's, it's oh, yeah. all that sugar you know, if you had, I don't know, like a liter of Coke, you know, you know, if you had enough <laughs> in some of these places would be so much, Coke, especially like depending upon the type of alcohol people were using and the mm -hmm. ratio and stuff, the Coke, you know, hides a myriad of, of sins. So, yeah, I mean, that's, you an, know, I think it's another it's, drink uh, I refuse to get drunk on, but I, I do enjoy, you know, a good Cuba Libra made like properly made, oh, it's delicious, sure. but yeah. You don't really want to go too deep into those. It's one drink that like always almost seems a way to pop up with each generation, you know, mm -hmm. and it's one of those drinks where a lot of its contemporaries, like the fuzzy navel and like the Harvey Wallbanger, occasionally people like try to like resuscitate them. Nobody wants to claim the Long Island iced tea, right? Well, no, on the other hand, no. nobody has to because it never went right. away you know <laughs> it's true but it, but it's, it's but it's amazing that it's, it's not like there isn't like a driving force behind it like not yeah, like yeah you know there's no big liquor brand to like this is their like you know like what the trade would call like the equity drink that's driving their yeah. sales well i mean the, the problem is it uses how many different liquors you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so only like diageo is... and perno ricard could do it and they're not going right. to <laughs> right exactly and it's and it's not like or bacardi you know, could do it right like tjr fridays was you know had a very you know well-established bartending school and yeah, yeah you know there are a lot of drinks come out of tjr and and it's amazing that it hangs on without any kind of innate like support network you know and i mean i've come to respect drinks like that even if i don't particularly like them you know it's oh, the drinks sure. that are just like they're always there they're they're perennially popular there might not be respected and you know there might be reasons to not respect them but but they're always around you know and it's like oh for sure and that is one of the one of the popular champions of 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 the you know the last 50 years of drinks i mean 
Bob, but, you know, reaching for the white liquor in the well, like really, uh, uh, he, he, he kind of did something there. He set, he lit something on fire oh, yeah. and it, it's still going. So, uh, it was like he broke some unwritten rule yeah like to yeah, mix all of those things together but like kind of like the last scene in ghostbusters to another uh, yeah, he crossed the streams <laughs> he crossed the streams and like instead of you know destroying the planet earth like he turns yeah. out that like he was able to defeat um the what was it the the marshmallow the yeah. state marshmallow man or whatever it's called um but yeah like you know he knew innately that it was this was not cool like what he was doing yeah you were not like, supposed to do that they didn't teach you that in bartending school you know take one of those white rum and gin Ooh, and tequila and vodka <laughs> oh but you could just you know it's like a you know a scene out of cocktail where he, he's got you know the, the different bottles in each hand with the speed pours yep. and they're all going into a tin you know and it's just I can only imagine there's a devilish grin on his face, you know, as he's filling up. I, I can only imagine glass, because it was funny. Know. That's the thing. Right. It's a funny drink. You know, it's like, check this out. All right. the liquors. <laughs> what, uh, what do you like? Rum? You're, you'll love this drink. Oh, do you like gin? You'll like yeah. this drink. Like, oh, you like vodka? I got a drink for you. Like, yeah. You know, it's suddenly like everybody, you know, he's everybody's included. Sure. We're all, you know, everybody have one. It, it's a, yeah that's it there's nothing else in there except for a few other things you know i can't even really remember the last time i had one which which makes me think that it's time to revisit it yeah and, you and me both i might have and to make maybe one and maybe i'll actually like it more than i used to i don't know yeah. I, I don't uh, i don't <laughs> i think the last time i had like... one is when i was serving them in london <laughs> and you know that was a number of years ago but it's also kind of funny because you now see all of these drinks brands coming yeah. out with like the mixers coming out with gourmet versions of cola. So like, you know, the, the Q drinks, the fever trees, of right, the world right, right, right. like making these artisanal cola products with like cola nut and stuff. And it, that's not what you want for this drink. <laughs> no, I mean, they don't, they all taste like at the end of the day, it tastes like cola. I'm not a cola connoisseur. I have to say. The differences there are, but I think you're right for this drink. You don't want new, you don't want any of the new Coca-Cola variants. You don't want the artisanal ones. You got to go like old school. Yeah. Like you got to go. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, up it's, a simple, it's a simple enough drink. You, you got to think of the time when it was created and the circumstances. It was deep in the dark ages of mixology when, you know, all the traditional techniques were being forgotten and, uh, old brands were dying off right and left of booze and yeah. all, all the old ingredients were going away. And, uh, and uh, this one just found a way of kind of surfing on the conditions, you know, Bob, uh, but found a way of surfing on the conditions as he found them, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and making a drink that people would actually order. And yeah. Like, yeah, because, the, because one, or... once the bartender starts pouring like from, how many different bottles that's just funny and that that's a, that's just like ooh, it's a party look at all that that's going into my glass <laughs> even though, I, the, though there's you know a dry martini at the at the time was usually a double and that you that had more uh, more booze in it than one of these things right. ever did you're usually getting four ounces of gin you know this is like the equivalent also of like flambéing you know something table size exactly right? it's a show exactly. i mean it's it's all about he knew i mean it's hard 
to like not, you know, you could be deep in conversation. It'd be hard not to watch him, you know, pour five, six bottles at once and hard not to like that everybody in the bar isn't like, what's that? I mean, yeah, especially improvement when it first came out, you know, I mean, I remember when in in the 70s, I don't remember well, but I remember everybody was like, oh my God, what is this thing? This is crazy. Well, it's like, it's the only other. (laughs) <laughs> it's like you know like you go into you know where they do table side guacamole right yeah and everybody's yeah, yeah. like oh this is incredible table side guacamole you know it's like the only improvement i could think of is if he had used the blender which would have put this drink even for like a, a slushy yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah. long island <laughs> would only cause more commotion and been more yeah, of noise a, and more of the time exactly mm-hmm. but uh but maybe it's for the best that he he didn't he didn't go there I think it's it's time um yeah, to cut out. Here. We we both live not too far from Long Island. Um, um I, think I live on Long uh, Island, actually. That's true. That's true. You the Brooklyn is the base of Long Island yep. and, and I and I can uh, and I, I live on a, an island as well. A um, neighboring island. A, a neighbor island. So it's that's uh, it. I think uh, I think it's time for, for us to have Long Island <laughs> I never thought those words would come out of my mouth. I but, think it is. No, we've talked ourselves into it. How do you like that? Hopefully we've ah. talked some of you into it also. <laughs> well, we're, cheers. Cheers. We'll clink our glasses and woohoo. You know. <laughs> think, think of the Oak Beach Inn. Turn up the Twisted Sister. Good times. Dave and I encourage you to drink responsibly always. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.